1: They're taking what you're saying to them, and they're hoping that you are what you talk. Let's be about everything we drop, because we're going to get tested on it. If, if, if the people on the street don't test us on it, God's
2: going to test us.
0: Kill the Mockingbird. Truth to Report.
2: With Sean Chris and Sebastian Farr. Kick his ass, B. bass Wake up! Wake, Wake up, up America. Wake the fuck
0: up. we we'll the fuck up. Thank you
1: Yo, yo, what up, my man? Not much. How you doing, bro? Shit, man. Just been uh I mean it's not been a bad day, but it's man, just it's like sometimes like everything's going right, and then you're like, what the
2: fuck? <laughs> can't relate, can't relate. <laughs> I've been on
1: this computer all day. Well, I've been in on for the last two days doing all kinds of fucking. I'm still trying to fucking uh upload all of our I have so much of our, our podcasts that I have to upload to the <laughs> RSS feed. I'm like, uh. I'm like, man, because like once they start piling up, man, they get. I'm like, Jesus, man. And then sometimes, luckily this time I didn't, sometimes I forget to record, so then I have to go back <laughs> and re-record it. <laughs> hey, right? It's all good. It's our first season, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all a learning
2: experience in, in the okay, end. Yeah, man.
1: Well, did you have a Merry Christmas? want to wish a Merry Christmas to everybody.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, I did have a good Christmas, you know, spend a little time with the direct family and, uh, ate good, drank a little too much, you know, How you supposed to <laughs> I ate self? too
1: much, drank too much.
2: <laughs> yeah. As is tradition, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then we almost, then the, the family almost killed each other over the new mono- monopoly. You know what I mean? We broke out the monopoly uh, in there.
2: <laughs> I bet. I bet. The dude. shadiness started coming out of people. You were like, grandma, what? <laughs> monopoly destroys friendships <laughs> and families, I think. It's a fun game, but it, 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 uh, brings out the worst in some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah. They get, I don't really care. I don't take it as serious. I'm more yeah. of the drinking and the eating part, but like, no, that was a pretty good Christmas for me. I, I obviously, everybody's just different, but, uh, it seemed like a lot of people I know were celebrating and, you know, had enjoyed with their family.
2: Yep. Absolutely. You know, getting together, there was quite a bit of traveling still, even though they were telling everyone not to, um, You know, which, of course, they're going to blame any sort of increase in the case numbers on, you know, those those terrible people who went and saw their family members for the first time in months because we've been on lockdown this whole year. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: and they're going to. Yeah, they are going to do that. And then I think they're also going to because, you know, how they have that new the new mutation. I think they're going to use that as like so when people get sick after taking the vaccine, they're going to be like, oh, that's the new mutation. That's why I think they're going to use that. excuse
2: it's funny because some of the some of the uh damaging uh, s- symptoms you can get are s- somewhat flu-like uh, re- respiratory issues so you know they could tie it back together well but, sp- uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on with all that right now the mutations and the vaccine rollouts all the adverse uh, adverse reactions so
1: yeah and they're still rolling out and they're still just trying to figure out which way they're gonna go with it i I've noticed that they're like kind of like Each time, they're kind of going different, like, oh, this was because of this, or there's no blanket answer yet of why things are happening. They're just kind of, like, letting it unfold, (laughs) and um, then, of course, there was that, uh, I mean, I know I'm jumping through tons of stuff, but, like, most people are talking about that Nashville bombing, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, the timing of uh, Christmas, what was it, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day?
2: It was Christmas Day. It was in the morning uh, when it all started. There was, like, gunshots to start with, and then... There was a warning coming from the van, and then the explosion happened, and I think they just confirmed, the FBI did, that uh, it was the, Wa- uh, what is it, Q Watkins, Anthony Q Watkins?
1: Yeah, that's the person of interest? Um, or War- uh- is Warner.
2: It's Warner, it's Warner, not Watkins. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. He was the sus- suspect, and they said they confirmed from DNA that he was the one in the RV, I guess. So he killed he himself? Apparently. I don't know. It's from the FBI. That's the direct source, so make of that what you will yeah
3: that,
2: I know, like there's so much weird stuff going on around all this and there's tons of other incidents like random you know shooting events or other bomb threats that have happened like there's several examples uh there was a shooting in illinois yep i believe there was one in uh florida as well
1: and then today there was that uh police respond to bomb threat in the empire state building
2: yep i saw that as well there was some uh, uh
1: so it looks like there's, like, to me, it's just, like, there's a bunch of false flags. I think it's a mix. I think a lot of it, what they're trying to do right now is um, push that domestic terrorist, like, kind of, like, without saying it yet, you know what I mean? But that's why they call, you know, the nationalists, the white nationalists. But pretty soon, we're going to, I to me, the things that they're preparing us for is cyber terrorists and domestic terrorists to be the number one enemies coming in the next 10 years or so.
2: Yeah, Particularly the lone wolf terrorists, you know? Yeah. People are acting out on their own, and that's what, like, all of these incidents seem like. I mean, the timing is suspicious, to say the least, where it's all coordinated like that, but um, they've already tried pinning the the whole Nashville thing on uh, the the guy because he was tied to, I guess he would ble- believed in QAnon. Um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, so there's a lot of rumors going on the QAnon community is very much thinking, like, this is a false flag for sure, and then there's people I'm hearing that are like, oh, this is just COPE, like, this is someone who's trusted the plan for too long and the plan isn't going as well as they hoped, and, they and maybe they're thing. kind of breaking it a little bit, but it it seems weird because they're all happening at once, and the location and the manner of these events are like, especially the Nashville one, it's outside of uh, the AT&T building, which has NSA data servers that are yep. used for, you know, monitoring civ- uh, civilians, and as well as it serves the Georgia area, which is, as we know, a swing state in this last election.
1: Yeah, and I was reading in the Gateway Pundit, because uh, I was a little bit off, you know, because on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day this year, I was like, I ain't going to read nothing, and I just spent time with the family. So, I mean, I still heard about the Nashville thing, because it was, like, pretty big. But when mm-hmm. I started looking into it today, I looked into it a little bit last night and started looking more today, And this one says, Nashville Christmas bombing shut down AT&T network for hundreds of miles. 911 centers disrupted. Internet service affected apps in Georgia. So it kind (coughs) of makes me think that they're going to push towards that to where they keep, they're like picking away and getting people used to uh, these terrorists, these cyber terrorist threats, domestic Terror, cyber terrorist uh, attacks where they can, like, oh, okay, look, like this American just snapped, you know what I mean? He didn't know what he was doing, blah, 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 like you said. And that's what the whole setup for the QAnon thing is. To me, QAnon is the new conspiracy word. That's what I think it is.
2: Oh, very much so. And you're kind of seeing that kind of uh, slid into the propaganda in a big way from the mainstream media. They're already been saying it's like, QAnon's unsafe, like, if how should you... Uh, deal with family members who are involved with like uh the talking points yeah. of this. Like, they don't even know what QAnon really is, or at least they don't actually talk about what the real idea behind it is. They just say it's dangerous. Which <laughs> is the propaganda war in itself is like interesting and like right there.
1: Well they just picked the actual like um uh, most craziest thing is uh they go, oh, well, they say that satanic people run the... W-. You know what I mean? Because, like, whether it's not a true or not true, like, that's not the debatable point. But if you tell someone that, you're gonna, they're going to be like, whoa, that sounds crazy. So they try to pick out the craziest facts that people use, and that's not even the whole people... That's usually, like, every group has some uh, out-there people, you know what I mean, that, like, may think something crazier than others, and they use those people, like, always, you know what I mean? They They pick the people that are kind of with the they're with the movement but they're uh, a little bit more extreme and they're very and there's a small percentage of them but they use them as the example
2: yeah and then they can always use one person's actions to kind of discredit the whole ideology or wherever you know they're coming from as a group and i think that with the you know the cyber attacks and little lone wolf acts of terrorism it's it just makes it easier for them to create these false flags if they are false flags or not but if they aren't false flags they're going to seize the opportunity to um create a tighter security state in the process
1: for sure like well i've, I've been uh, uh i mean i'm stealing them but who cares i got a couple more like i've been getting a little bit more jingles and drops so this is what i think is coming back now this is the domestic uh, terrorist
0: ISIS, we will follow them to the gates of hell, ISIS, I feel good,
1: I think that's what's coming back, oh, I think that's what's coming back, I think ISIS, I think Biden's gonna start talking about ISIS heavy, like, uh, if he does get, I mean, Lynn Wood, man, swears that fucking Trump is gonna be inaugurated on uh january 20 i'm not saying it is not gonna happen but he's pretty adamant about it
2: yeah and he's even saying stuff like pence is a traitor and that's gonna that kind of like preludes to like how pence could uh sway the election on january 6th in trump's way but it's kind of it would be like he'd have to really put his reputation his neck out on the line either way so it's gonna be interesting to see where his loyalties lie when it comes to that day but um i definitely going back to your isis point um that is definitely definitely on the cards for 2021 because you know that's going to be the ticket in for uh foreign intervention in yep. syria and iraq and all these other middle eastern countries at the globalist uh, uh, camp you know aka the bidens and clintons and bushes like they're all gonna push for uh, more Middle Eastern wars with this. And so, of course, ISIS will be coming back.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. They're coming back big, big time. And and like I said, but it's going to be not like the the Twin Towers. They're, they're going to do the 2030 of it. You know what I mean? The new version of it is going to be cyber. And that's why everybody's been warning about, like, the blackouts. I don't know if it's going to be on that scale. I think they're going to try to f- – they're going to use a point that's scary. That's why they usually pick cities like New York, Paris, you know, these huge – um, viewing points around the world. You know, New York is talked about all over the world, so that's why if something happens there. It's, You know what I mean? Like, they're not talking about the Oklahoma City bombing all the time. Like, you know what I mean? No, like
2: that's, that's history, man. That doesn't get brought up at all anymore. Yeah, outside no, hardly of, uh, ever. Critical thinking circles. But I think there's a potential that not only cyber or, like, uh, conventional terrorists like 9-11 attack. Whoa, you froze up. Hold on. For, uh, you know, characters like ISIS to use bioweapons in the near future to kind of bring down the medical scare of COVID and other diseases like that, the invisible enemies, because they they bring more fear in the end than actual terrorism.
1: Yeah, like we talked about um a couple weeks ago how we were talking about they were warning about cyber attacks for the uh Pfizer vaccine because they had to be at so, such cold temperatures. That maybe yep. they would attack the the chain line, you know what I mean? the, uh, Yeah. The whole route, so and they were worried about that. and they, There was a lot of articles about that, and that tells me that they're going to start pushing this uh, terror thing again, but I think they're going to stick to digital, and that's why they're going to be able to be like, we have to censor people because there's terrorists everywhere and blah, 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 and that's going to be the new thing.
2: And that will lead to an erasure of any sort of privacy for the in- individual, so... You know, that plays into their hands as well. They'll use all these crises to, uh, you know, create more of a dystopian. Well, it's just world it's just sad it. because
1: they don't really people aren't really focused on the Great Reset. A lot of people think, oh, well, he just wrote a book. It's not a big deal. I'm like, yeah, but the thing is that all the leaders across the world listen to this world economic forum. They, they are interested in a lot of their agenda. Maybe not every single world leader or every single, like, representative or whatever, but of a, a big portion of them do. And they go there and they believe what, he, what they believe. And whether yeah. it's good or bad, but, like, to me, it's not good because they don't focus on the actual problems we need to address. They're just trying to throw Band-Aids on and throw everything under the rug.
2: It's almost like, for me, I think they kind of pre-engineer these crises. Um, they were talking about, you know, a big pandemic beforehand. Um, with several different simulations and war game events uh so you know these big government international bodies or trans government even goes beyond government like the world economic forum the council of foreign relations these guys are the illuminati these guys are the quote-unquote enlightened ones and they're the ones that are calling the shots
1: most definitely and they have all the money the power like not even money because money really isn't isn't as much as we think it is they like to make us think man like i was we're playing monopoly is the point of that you can have tons of money but if you have no real estate then what is it you have nothing you have no property so you're going to lose in the end because you're going to keep spending that money
2: yep it's uh how you use that money and the leverage it gets you uh and they very much know how to do it they designed the game to be rigged in their favor for a long time you know the way you kind of look at the <laughs> fiat currency the federal reserve all the banking systems that are linked to the you know the whole globalist agenda oh
1: yeah that's why i really like this article that you found that you dug up the suspicion is growing nanoparticles in pfizer's COVID 19 vaccine triggering rare uh, allergic reactions
2: yeah that was that's an interesting article i'd recommend people to go read it it's pretty in-depth uh I only took a couple excerpts out of it, but um, some of the stuff that really stood out to me is, uh, starting here, is severe allergy-like reactions in the last eight people who received the COVID-19 vaccine produced by Pfizer and BioNTech over the past two weeks may be due to a compound in the packaging of the messenger RNA that forms of v- vaccine's main ingredient. Scientists say a similar R- mRNA vaccine developed by Moderna, which has was authorized for emergency use in the United States on Friday, also contains a compound, polyethylene glycol, PEG. Now, PEG has never been used before in an approved vaccine, but is found in many drugs that have occasionally triggered anaphylaxis, a potentially life-threatening reaction that causes rashes, plummeting of blood pressure, shortness of breath, and a fast heartbeat. Some allergists and immunologists believe a small number of people previously exposed to PEG may have high levels of antibodies against PEG, putting them at risk of anaphylactic reaction to the vaccine. Now it goes on to say later on, PEGs were no longer thought to be biologically inert, but a growing body of evidence suggests they are not. As much as 72% of people who have at least some antibodies against PEGs, according to a 2016 study led by Samuel Lay, a, pharma, a engineer at the University of North Carolina, presumes as a result of exposure to cosmetic and pharmaceuticals. About 7% have a level that may be high enough to predispose them to anaphylactic reactions, he found. So that makes taking the vaccine quite, like, significantly more risky, and because people, they don't know what, like, people have been exposed to in their, you know, medical history or just what they do in their day-to-day basis. So I'm saying, like, the the dangers of these vaccines is far from known and it could be very very dangerous
1: but yeah i think so but like uh tell your
3: fake internet girlfriend you're gonna be afk for about 10 minutes because it's motherfucking science time
1: so it's science bro we can't like deny the science and all these science deniers you know like it's good for us you know like uh, you should take the vaccine, as many as you can. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's interesting, though, because we've been talking about the nanos for, forever, man. Like, the whole yeah, DARPA we thing. Were speculating
2: on it at first, too. Yeah. But to find out, it's, it's actually present in the vaccine. Yeah, it's like, that's probably
1: what is causing the allergic reactions, and it makes a lot of sense because there's no live virus. There's, like, these proteins, and then you're like, well, what else is in there? And they may have tested on a few soldiers, but those soldiers are in a different uh, physical condition than the average American. You know what I mean? The average American's is uh, probably in the greatest shape. Or,
2: and yeah, if you're in the military, you're well above the health standard of the average American, I would say.
1: And those videos that we saw and things we saw about DARPA, they didn't explain any of the side effects that uh, soldiers experience. They just say the good parts.
2: Yeah, yeah. And there was even, like, studies say or quite articles questioning this actual studies because there's no idea what the placebo actually was if it was just a saline shot or if it actually was the same thing as the vaccine to kind of muddy the waters of the data so they can manipulate it however they choose
1: and and like we said the whole time is like the point of them not letting us wanting us to discuss it it's not about Mm. saying if it's right or wrong like obviously like uh we don't know. We only know what we can read and the stuff that we could dig up. But when I see a lot of other uh, prominent uh, physicians and scientists and virologists and epidemiologists all like kind of sticking together. And so there's a whole nother side to it. So it is very easy to see that people would use this uh To benefit themselves, and I think it's a min an administration problem, and it's a policy problem because it starts from the the top, right? Like obviously the nurse that's giving you the vaccine doesn't isn't like in on it, you know what I mean? They're not. They they believe that it is the right thing. They think, hey, this is a good thing for you, but that's because of the the way they were taught, the way, and they believe in the authority. So us that that don't really like that question authority. They don't understand it because they're very compliant. You know what I mean? They were good in school. They listen to They go, we got to do what I got to do. So they just see that instead of questioning the authority. And I think we need more nurses and people in those positions because we could say all we want, but people are like, you're not a doctor. You're not a scientist. We need more and more uh, people in these fields, especially I'd like to see a lot more um, lab technicians come forward, especially talking about the PCR
2: process and the cycle counts. There's a good question, but he's asking: Do you think they're ignorant or that they're bought out? Um, so Dylan Liverpool knew. I think it's a combination of both. Like they, they, they buy into what they're taught in, you know, their very expensive medical degrees. But at the same time, they're in debt for these same medical degrees. They can't really, if they question it a little bit in their gut, they're not going to risk their careers and go even worse in debt not be able to pay those loans off uh, just to question
1: it. Yeah, and if you just look at a regular warehouse, I just think of it. everything, when I'm talking about cops, teachers, nurses, anything, I'd still put it in the perspective of like any job. And at a warehouse, I've seen it plenty of times where people will do, say, things that they may not usually be or act a certain way to get into a position because whether they think it's going to be better for their family or better for their career, like you said, whatever the steps, they, people who are willing... To step on people, and in the '80s, really pushed that whole um, do what you got to do to get ahead. Like, don't worry about stepping on people. Don't worry about doing a little bit of shady shit. Don't worry about stepping on toes. And I think that really put it in that t- into people's perspective, and that's now in our minds. So, like every job we do is like I got, I'm out for me. I'm out for me. You know what I mean? Yep, I think that's part exactly. of it. Like you said, it's not it's not a one size fits all because every sin- every single situation is different because you need to have yeah. a yeah, we're trying to take over, Carlos. You know, <laughs> we need all of you guys, though. It can't just be us. That's what's good, though, is there is like I said, we keep saying there's a lot of people that are just like, man, we're not. They're tired of this. There's plenty of videos of people opening their restaurants or uh, kicking out health inspectors, uh, hassling them. I saw a really good one where the guy blocked in the um, health inspector. And people were, you know, the cop came, and the cop was like, you know, the, and trying to, like, not scold him, but pr- pretty much, you know, telling him, like, hey, you can't do this, blah, 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 this and that. And he's like, are you getting a paycheck? Oh, you are. Are you getting a paycheck? Oh, you are. Oh, are you getting a paycheck? Oh, you are. Well, guess what? My cook's not getting a paycheck. She's not getting a paycheck. My head cook that just had a, ki- a kid is not having it. And I'm like, yeah, that's the perspective they don't see. Of course, it's they go, I'm just doing my job. I'm like, that's a cop-out. You got to, like, that's your choice you're making, though. You're still making that choice. Like I used to yeah. do repos, right? I used to repossess people's cars. And there's been times where I'm like, I didn't see this car. You know what I mean? That's my choice at that moment. Is it my job to go and get that car? Yeah, it was my job. But I s- assessed the situation and I looked at it like, well, Damn, this lady's fucked. You know what I mean? I'm just going to pretend I didn't see it. Now, I, I I made a conscious decision to do that. I don't have to do that. But I chose to do that. So that's why I keep saying, like, this whole, oh, I'm just doing my job. That that nonsense, at some point you have to choose a side, especially with what's going on in society. That's why I love uh, 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 the Brits, man. They come in with the best chance, man. That pick, choose your side, choose your yeah. side. That's the best one, man. <laughs> it's, There's a little
2: bit of lyricism there for sure.
1: Yeah, they, well, they got the best chance, you know, with all the football and shit they watch, man. They got the best fucking chance. And, and that's what it needs to come down to: is that people on all sides. Whether it's not just the police, it's not just it's the people that are in positions of authority need to choose a side at some moment. That are you on the side of oligarchs or are you on the side of the people? That's it.
2: It's pretty simple. Yeah. And for the record, yeah, the Nazis were not. Yeah, just saying. Doing. I was doing my job. Was not a justifiable excuse. They were still hung. Yeah. <laughs> at the Nuremberg trial, so you know, the, playing the ignorant card and, um, you know, just saying that was your job, you're just trying to provide for your family, collect your paycheck, you know, at the end of the day, that is um, not a good answer. That's a cop-out, like you said. Um, people know, like, those officers know when they're going to a restaurant and they're arresting the owner because they're just having, they're just trying to f- make a living, they know they're shutting him down. They know they're taking away their livelihood. And they know it's wrong. Yeah, they should know. If they don't, if they don't know it's wrong, if they don't believe it's wrong, then they need to have a real hard look at themselves in the mirror.
1: Yeah, and and then the uh, another thing. I know I didn't put this in the show notes. I was a little the show notes was a little bit different this week because we're both kind of like you said recovering from uh, uh, <laughs> good good old holiday festivities. But uh, I wanted Indeed. to address this real quick. The
3: fact check false.
1: The whole fact checkers. <laughs> because like I thought it was incredible that they fact checked the the stimulus bill. Okay, they're fucking technically they're right, right? That technically yeah. that it's not the stimulus bill, but they're also technically wrong because it's all in the same bill. They they that was everything. It was like uh yeah. section M was the stimulus bill. So that th- Yeah. When it was I saw that... government
2: spending package, the omnibus bill. <laughs> yeah. And the COVID relief is inside of it, and it's a nice little shit sandwich where, you know, you got your COVID relief and, like, adding uh, extension to unemployment insurance and renters, uh, rental protection. Um, but inside, then you have all that pork. Uh, foreign aid out the wazoo. There's just so, so much crap in that spending bill. Um like what was it 1.48 uh billion to ukraine for military aid i guess we're planning on using the ukrainians as a infinite proxy war the next uh, administration obviously against the russians
1: yeah that seems like it's gonna go on forever right
2: <laughs> right you know biden has just all these real interesting connections to the ukrainians <laughs> Yeah, that's why I thought it was just they incredible. Were one of the biggest recipients uh, f- of foreign government wise, they're in the top five, I think. Of, uh,
1: but that is just a hundred percent proof—the proof we needed. That, like, okay, we already know that these fact checkers are biased. We already know these fact checkers are propaganda. But that's one hundred percent proof because you're like, why are you fact checking that? That's not a—it's yeah, it's not like a crazy false claim. Like that's like dangerous because supposedly you were only fact checking and censoring people because it was dangerous and detrimental to people, right? Now you're saying like oh no they didn't give they're still in in a bill they're sending money to Israel they're sending money to uh 500 million 500, to and what 175 million of that is to go to ballistic missiles so they can go uh blow up more Palestinians It's 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 wild and and then Biden's uh like uh I don't remember the um, one of one of his uh, new cabinet members like he's already went out and said like it's not about america first it's about you know a global agenda he didn't say it in those exact words Like, I'm not quoting him, but he was basically saying it has to be about the whole world. And I'm like, no, it has to be America first. We have to take care of ourselves. We have a lot of problems. We have communities that need help. We have the black community that needs help. We have, uh, you know, Mexican communities, other impoverished communities like uh, trailer trailer park communities. You know what I mean? Bad infrastructure. We have opioid crisis. We have things we need to take care of. I'm not saying we should like, you know what I mean? We have to control our borders. We have to control all of our shit. We need our troops home. We need to regroup. And this whole, like, uh, all these liberals that are going along with the whole pushing for this globalization, I think that they're falsely just still trying to ride that fuck Donald Trump train. And I'm like, you don't see what's happening? Like, how long is it going to take for you
2: to see it? A lot of low information, you know, voters and political activists. Uh, keyboard warriors, they're they're all about it. Like anything that will, you know, spite Trump. I, f- I feel like that's kind of why there's a a lot of media attention being given to like these adverse reactions from the Pfizer vaccine. Like they're kind of they're kind of highlighting it a bit more than I would have expected normally. You know, because I thought they'd be kind of protecting it, but I think it's also be- uh, to kind of pin more blame on Trump. Like I was saying last week. But um, and then I got it's sin- like-
1: oh my bad, not to cut you off, but like. I'm going to pull up because we're talking about this. So I was like, well, let me pull up what you sent me. Here's a breakdown of you. I don't know if you have it in front of you. The breakdown of the 900. I think you should break that down because if people don't, I don't know. I have
2: the whole thing in front of me. Yeah, just what you it's got. It's worth a read, though, from Zero Hedge. Uh, let's see. Let's see what you got. So let's see. Uh, 900 billion COVID bill aid uh, that includes assistance for households and businesses as well as funding for vaccine distribution and more. So right there that's a big big problem point for me is spending money, you know, more money that should just go to actual households and people and businesses, small businesses, but it's it's going to go for the vaccine distribution cuz you know, we'll open up the country after that. Uh psych, they won't open up the country after that. Well, vaccines. because we
1: already paid for the vaccines.
2: Yeah, exactly. Guaranteed, so, you know. Uh it goes on It's like talking about unemployment insurance and um, You know, renters' protection. There's a lot of different stuff in there that's good stuff. And I think you're seeing that in the media where it's getting held against Trump, where I think he just voted. I got a news uh, notification saying that he voted to pass a stimulus just before we got on. Okay. um, So,
1: yeah. They were trying to, cool, because they were pressuring each other back and forth. That's why his two, when he came out and said, Oh, you
2: don't want to give $600 to the poor people because you don't like the bill. And it's like, take out the pork and it's a fair deal. But, um, if you're going to give, you know, something like two point something trillion to foreign countries or just to causes that are not, you know, benefit to the actual people like.
1: Yeah, or even, yeah, like uh, the Smithsonian, like uh, I think it's the yeah. Smithsonian or the other institute that they did. But uh, one of Nancy Pelosi's like daughters or something or maybe it's granddaughter. I don't know. One of her relatives works at one of them. I think the JFK Center, that's the one she works at.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, That's a uh,
1: coincidence right there. Yeah, and, and to me, the uh, this is how I look at it. I, I feel like some of the foreign countries are just like GOP funnels to funnel money and DNC funnels. And then same thing with these they institutions, are. these JFK centers and the uh, all these little money. Those are just funneling centers where they funnel all this money and they give it back to themselves. That's how these politicians yep. – and they're already living a good life because the average American that makes minimum wage – not sure what it is anymore federally. I think federally it might be around ten dollars, something like that. <coughs> think about the average American makes thirty to forty thousand dollars, say I might be overestimating, right? They make a hundred grand off the top. So it's like they're already making more money than us. And then oh, yeah. they get to make all these side deals, plus they get to have all this access to foreign influence that can be
2: sold and bought. Yep. There are there are a lot of big money fronts in foreign gu- countries that uh, congressmen have sold out to, and you know they like to wash money through, and it kind of comes back around to them and their you know private equity. It's it's pretty uh, dirty game. There was one interesting or a couple interesting items in the actual spending bill, but the, I I noticed the uh, House of Representative members uh, voted to give or they're voting to give themselves a pay raise, you know, while people <laughs> haven't been able to work. And then the Senate uh, part of the deal for the Senate was that they get like eighty-seven million towards office renovations and you know stuff of that nature. So that's important. A lot of uh, yeah, they're making sure that they're well taken care of up there in D.C.
1: <laughs> and yeah, and they got the, they got health insurance, They ain't got to worry about it.
2: Oh yeah, I mean they've been collecting a check all year, whereas yeah. people haven't been able to work.
1: Yeah, and then and for Nancy Pelosi to say, well, it's not as much as I wanted, but $600 is significant. That is not significant. Look, I'm lucky. I'm blessed. Like, I didn't have to get shut down this whole time. I've been able to work. Like, a lot of my people have been able to work. But I know some other people that have not. They've had their, either their job was shut down, uh, th- their business was shut down, or it was altered to where they're not making as much as they were and they had to lay people off. That affects more people. And to yep. deny that fact, that's the thing that I don't get is that we're constantly denying this fact. And, like, people are like, yeah, well, then we had to do that. I'm like, did we, though? Like, I don't get it. Like, well, like I said all the time, like, I, with this mask, everybody's like, oh, we wear a mask. We're good. Like, what's the big deal? Like, for instance, today, I went to a 7-Eleven, right? I went to go get cigarettes. Like, I just, because I just had the mask in my hand. I walked in, and I was like, oh, well, man, there's a bunch of people that don't have it on. I seen this lady with it down her chin. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get cigarettes anyways. She's standing. She's over here. I see her walking from the Slurpee machine, walk over right here. I'm like, hey, no problem if you want to go first, right? She goes, looks at me and goes, oh. And she puts her mask on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah, on her chin and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, you just walked around the whole store with that on your chin. And like literally, you're still far away from me. Like we're a good four or five feet apart. Like you know what I mean. It's not like I'm all up on her. Like I would just like, (laughs) oh, do you want to go first? Like I would just, and I was gonna start stepping back so she can go because I would do that normally. She just like was like,
3: oh shit,
1: and I was like, all right, and I was like, let me just get a (laughs) packet.
2: Oh, man. It's tough these days. Like, there's lots of little hypocrites out there like that, you know. Yeah, They'll wear really their like mask wrong, them. and then they are like, act crazy when they don't see you wearing yours at all. Like, <laughs> it's it's madness, you know. There's a lot of cognitive dissonance that is, uh, you know, pushed down on people very in an intense way on all fronts, like social media, the news, you know, commercials now. Like, they have people with masks and shit. They've been doing that for a while, <laughs> but... With, along with predictive programming like it, this level of uh mk ultra and the propaganda is hitting people with kind of like the low level awareness like they're not paying attention to this stuff it's hitting them so hard and it's working very effectively on them
1: i think too because the last six to eight years uh people have also been heavier even me like uh been heavier on social medias i remember when i was young yeah. When I was like eighteen-ish, nineteen-ish, we had MySpace and shit. We'd fuck around with it. Like, don't get me wrong, we'd still do, but like, it wasn't like, uh, like, I mean, people were like a little bit like, oh man, I'm not your top friends. Like, there was stupid stuff like that. Cause that's where, like that was the beginning of it. But you didn't really that was high school drama. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: it wasn't like you my. didn't <laughs> you didn't <laughs> think of that much big deal of it. But now it's even more because uh, even those same people now, like that are my age and even older, they kind of just fall into this weird trap of like they're like posting everything online. Hey, I got to have this certain family Christmas photo, this Thanksgiving photo. Like, I know that people were already like that. Like, my my aunt was all about taking pictures before there was internet. But what I'm saying is like it's a lot more people like that because they're like, "Oh, uh Tom and and Joan next door fucking they did this picture where they fucking went to the mountains and da 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 and and, yep. and they see this life of other of people's life and it makes people it makes it easier for people to compare their lives to other people. So I think we're like yeah. in that and then you layer that with some MK Ultra manipulation. It's like pff, you're you're pushing people yeah. over the top.
2: And then, you know, the whole social distancing and the lockdowns and, you know, stay at home uh, challenge or whatever. It's like it's all pushing people onto the platform more so that the you know, the propaganda has mo- much more of an effect yeah yeah it, they want it's it to uh, be- it's a, f- a phony life like uh homie's saying right here yeah it's, it's fake and yeah. it's not that's not the real deal you're seeing from a lot of people you know even
1: well it's also because uh when they stuff people in their houses and then people were afraid especially you know I understood people being afraid like not knowing what it is uh, maybe yeah. maybe you do have ailments or you have a family member that has ailments or maybe you don't quite understand what the uh, underlining issues that are, are problematic. So maybe you're just scared in general. That's totally understandable. Why wouldn't you be? It, all of us were, right? You know what I mean? Because then we're like, whoa, is it a biological yeah. weapon? Is it? Is it something, you know, it. it's something to definitely take seriously. And I'm not saying don't even take it seriously now. But I think that it turned us into these, like, well, we're the enemy now. You know what I mean? Like, the enemy yeah. is my a common man instead of, like, my authority. They want the authority, the authoritarianism to be left alone. And we're bickering with amongst each other, fighting each other instead of looking at the true problem is the authoritarianism.
2: Yeah, very true. Um, you know, they've got everyone kind of divide and conquer tactics, working on overdrive, you know, getting everyone to fight with each other rather than go after who the people who are causing the the actual problems in societal, you know. Downfall,
1: (laughs) yeah, and they're just fucking hypocrites, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I put this story. I know everybody probably already heard it by now. Like, but the Dr. Burke's White House coronavirus coordinator says she will, uh, oh no, she will retire. That's one of the stories, but then there's also that story about like she went to go see her family on Thanksgiving and then she was like, no, well, we had to winterize the house, you know. It's not that we were things, yes, we ate dinner, but it was not, and we social, no, no, come on, man. It's how many times do we have to see do as I say, not as I do. If it's so crazy, if it's something that if you work in these facilities, we're not in a laboratory every day uh, talking to different uh, virologists and epidemiologists and all these different uh, scientists and doctors asking them about this virus, right? They're around this. They have to hear the chatter. So they know. Do you think that if it was something that they felt like was completely so deadly, they would be like, man, fuck that. Because they're selfish. People are, in general, people are inherently selfish. They're going to look at what's best for their lives. They probably wouldn't go out then. They would follow these orders. They don't because they know what it really is. Either whether it's yep. fake or whether it's not as deadly or whatever it is or if the numbers are fucked up and they kind of know and they're like, let's just run with it. They know what they're doing. And I think yeah. that we need to address that more as the people is like, hey. They know what they're doing, and we need to keep calling them out on it. Like, hey, we know you're fucking—you're lying. You're fucking lying.
2: Yeah. Well, it's tough, too, because, you know, the mainstream media always puts these people like—especially Fauci's a good example. They put them in such a, like, you know, positive propagandist light, and they never really get hit with the hard questions that we, the people, are, you know— you see it. people throw it up in memes and, you know, on a a long Facebook or Instagram rant, but they don't really get access to the people in power to actually throw these hard questions at them.
1: Uh, Oh, and someone said call it out to who? Call it out to, like, every media site, like, we can't push their...
2: um, Politicians that are pro-lockdown, for one. Yeah, first of all, you
1: email, call, like, you have to get your voice heard, like, and also, not even just that, but even talk to your your coworkers, your your family members. It's not about telling them like, "Oh, this is fake," or no. Be like, "Look, man, do you understand that in history, whenever there's a problem, whenever, whenever there's a crisis, people in power try to grab more power? Every time, okay. it doesn't. It's not about conspiracies. It's not about uh, uh, right or wrong. You know what I mean? It's about us versus them. It's always been about that." But they keep it us versus us. So if we keep arguing of, oh, this is a fake virus. No, it's a real virus. The problem we're dealing with is we're dealing with people that are scared. You know what I mean? So when people are scared, yeah. they, they they don't think logically. They don't use... Uh, so you have to find a good way to like comfort them. You have to like give and take, right? You so when you talk to them, you can't if you hear them out first, hear why they're scared, and then if you already know why they're scared, then you can kind of like, hey, this is don't be scared because blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Fill in the blanks for them that they may not they have missed. You know, a lot of people that I tell, I go, hey, do you under, do you realize that eighty five percent of the people that were in ICU beds had vitamin D deficiency? That's a huge thing. Is it is it a cure? Is it a miracle? No. But it's something that to look, to educate yourself, like, if you are vitamin D deficient, maybe taking more vitamin D would be good for you.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot of nutritional stuff that gets missed, and it doesn't get pushed forward at all throughout this health crisis, you know, it's never about boosting your immunity or, you know, being more healthy, they're not promoting, you know, people to exercise more, in fact, they're telling people to stay in their home at all costs, and they're going after people who are, you know, just going for a run in their neighborhood, like, there's no, there's no spread there. It's not dangerous. They just, I feel like there's a big agenda to kind of weaken people's immunity to yeah. make them more susceptible to this. And you're seeing it kind of too with the the numbers reflected in like countries and states that lock down harder have higher cases. Well,
1: I I don't think maybe like you said. Well, I think it's uh, I bl- I agree with you, but I'm gonna take it a step further. I think it's not even just for this. I think they want our immune system be down for a lot of other viruses and other things that we have to deal with because yeah that's true. just more money for pharmaceutical companies
2: yeah agreed and it's this whole year is kind of proven to be a big racket for pharma, big pharma in a way um from the vaccines and stuff like we had an article last week i don't think we got into where the ceo of pfizer made a big uh stock dump of uh stock he owned of the company like the day it was approved by the fda which is interesting in itself um make of that of what, what you will
1: yeah i'm with you on that because i i've seen that story a couple times i keep forgetting to put it too because like you said there's tons of stories every week because like, everything keeps yeah, developing <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's 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 quite impossible especially like uh I, I was uh, digging around on the World Economic Forum uh, website lately, but they seem to be quite quiet, um, not making too much noise, just kind of going with the flow, you know, like uh, talking about climate change, talking about racial injustice. And the thing that that, that um, disheartens me is that people got to realize that all these things are things that we do need. Like, we do need to take care of the environment. Like, we do need to clean. The, like, the one thing that trips me out is, like, we're always talking about climate change, climate change. Why are we never talking about cleaning the oceans? Like when they yeah. when they put, what her name, uh, Greta, what, Greta Thunberg, right? They go, yeah, oh, then she, she champions it, right? And I go, well, why didn't you champion the kid? He's like 20, 21 maybe now. But when he was 16, 15, he started developing something to clean the oceans. I'm like, that's a guy that I want to see advocating for cleaning up the environment. Not this kid that doesn't quite understand or grasp and o- is obviously uh using a script cuz we've seen videos of her where she has a script and she doesn't have a script she's like AOC they're very similar Of you, you take that script away and they're like yeah you yeah. know
2: very much as uh, you know you kind of see they have these uh these characters that will pull on people's, the, you know the general public's heartstrings and kind of get them to be uh brought in by the emotional uh triggers of that propaganda. But uh, additionally, it's like, for me, it's like, how can you simultaneously be pro-globalization and uh, anti, you know, or a, a climate activist? Because the one of the biggest contributors to globalization is the industrialization of India and China and the fact that we're shipping massive uh, amounts of freight across the oceans on these extremely dirty... Um, uh, shipping uh, transport ships, those big uh, cargo containers, those put out so much, you know, terrible uh, environmental things into the, uh, you know, CO2 and stuff like that. They put out more CO2 than several thousand cars all at once.
1: Well, that's the problem with the Green New Deal is that we're going to be affected by it because we're not going to be able to afford the tax. So we're going to have to stay yeah. indoors or we're not going to be able to drive or we're not going to be able to do this. But the people who, like the huge corporations that are polluting like crazy, the people that they need to be uh, putting in check. Are not going to uh, they're going to fall in line because they're going to be like, oh, what's the tax Two mil? Here you go. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. We could pay the carbon taxes and they're going to wheel in deals and make it so that they can get money some uh, some other way. Just like I thought it was interesting, like Apple made this big old when they rolled out the iPhone 12. They were like, um, <clears throat> we took out the little, what's it called? The fucking, you know, the little, the back end, the little plug part for the charger.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: To, and we save this much uh, carbon and blah, 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 right? And then I'm thinking like, no, you didn't. I was like, because people still got to buy shit. So what are you going to do? You're going to make more of those uh, uh, chargers that you uh, set it on, you know? So you can make more the, money. Like
2: magnetic chargers. Yeah, because yeah.
1: that's what they're trying to push for. That's what they want because they're more expensive. And they, So I'm like how are you saving the environment you're going to make even more because, yeah, you saved it on that particular shipment, so you're you're falsifying numbers, man. You're showing the good numbers that are true. Yes. But you're not and showing the not, other
2: ones. I'm sure they don't mention in that report anything about, like, the lithium batteries and stuff and how, you know, in Africa they're using child workers Ooh, to, yeah. uh, to uh, harvest this lithium. And they use this also in the batteries for uh, – um, hybrid electric cars too so that's something to be keeping in mind of and they don't mention any of that it's very unethical and they come on this vi- like virtue signal vibe like oh i have an electric car i was like do you know child slave labor was used yep. to harvest your lithium for your batteries no you didn't but you're just gonna r- try and rub it in my face that so you have a more ecologically friendly vehicle you know get yeah get f- out of here yeah. get the fuck out of here
1: <laughs> Be like, you know how many coups were started to build that
2: Prius? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. There's probably several.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I think it's funny too, is like it's like, dude, just use a little logic, man. I'm not saying like I get it. Like I want you to do better. And if you think that's better, I'm not shitting on you for trying to do better, but stop thinking that you oh I, I fixed the world, I bought a Prius. Nah, man, it's it's a bigger problem than that. You have to look who is what's the bottom line? Why are they pushing these agendas? It's all about money. It always is about money in the end.
2: Yeah. And if you're, like, really trying to be super environmentally savvy, it's probably riding a bicycle and walking is the best thing you could do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if possible. But, uh, you know, another big thing I feel like, that you know, it's tied to uh, the flying as well. Because, um, you know, long-distance flights have a big tie to global warming. And they're probably going to make a carbon tax, like, like, homie's saying here, um, it's going to apply to that uh like how much you're allowed to fly only the elites will be you know given free reign to fly around
1: yeah i i agree and
2: science is in science
1: it's in it, man they said that it's a global warming is happening whether you like it or not and i and i would, like i said like why aren't we talking about cleaning up? Like, I like the idea when they say, like, hey, pick up after yourself. Put it in a recycling bed. Like, that is a real thing. Like, we will, like, uh, overfill these landfills very soon. You know what I mean? Like, we do have to think of alternates. Like, But then I'm like, well, why don't you use hemp instead of regular plastic? Because it's biodegradable. Yeah. So there's things that they could be doing, and that is why the same thing with climate change, and the same thing with COVID. I put them together because, to me, they use the same method. They try to, the same method of manipulation, the same propaganda. You know, you have to do this for others. It's not just for you. It's for yeah. the next generation. It's for your kids' kids. It's for your grandkids. And they try to use this in the same format. And And they've manipulated a lot of kids because, you know, they have that Sunrise Movement. The Sunrise Movement is uh, an activist group um AOC's kind of like a uh, grassroots of it and Ilhan Omar like the whole progressive crowd but like mainly these are like kids like junior high kids and freshmen and they're trying to get them early because it's just the same way as the Red Guard like to me it just all resembles the Red Guard <laughs> type of shit
2: cuz about to say that too
1: you get these children and they 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 go after their parents like oh man mom you're using a little bit too much air conditioning or you you know what i mean it starts little like that and which is not bad, like obviously conserving is not a horrible thing, but the way that they're approaching it and that they don't see anything but what they're told, they where they think that this climate change is detrimental, that we're going to die when they literally think that they're going to die if we don't do this thing. That's what I see as COVID.
2: Yeah, uh, you hear it in their rhetoric too, like even Klaus Schwab, and when he talks about the Great Reset, it's always kind of connected to the fear of global warming and climate change and all that, and we're on the verge of a climate catastrophe. Well, they've been saying that for 19, 20 years now, even longer, if you go back to different kind of climate crises. Um, It's interesting because it's all, I feel like, you know, use use the fear to bring in the control measures and leverage the fear so that people will allow... This level of kind of government uh control to come into their lives but the thing
1: i wish people would start seeing like it's like so it's our fault again so even though i have (laughs) it's our fault like even though i don't own a, a company even though i don't own a jet even though i don't even fly like that much like maybe three to seven times a year and seven's like a crazy amount you know what i mean like i drive i drive but i don't drive like lately i haven't been driving that much you know what i mean like so you're saying it's our fault, but like the guys that the, it's okay for Gavin Newsom to fly to Hawaii or it's okay for Trump or Biden or any of these people to fly all over to fucking go have a meeting. It's just so hypocritical. It just makes me laugh. I'm like, and people don't see like every time it's our fault. Like maybe they, I know these people spin it in their heads, like where they're like, well, it's not my fault. It's these other stupid people's fault. I'm like, dude, we're the same team, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. I know you think you're a progressive. I know you think you're. Uh, a conservative, I know you think you're center, you know, blue or whatever the hell you want to call yourself or an anarchist, we're still on the same team because we're not... If you're under $100,000, we're on the same fucking team. <laughs> yeah,
2: big facts. Um, the the real funny thing, too, with, with the election cycle where you're seeing it, too, is like Biden and Harris were both very, like, you know anti-climate change, you know, trying to bring a lot of awareness to it. And they're doing the same thing Trump's doing, where they're taking private jets to go to these rallies around the country. It's, uh, you know, at least Trump has the... the cone is to stand, you know, behind what he preaches. He's not, you know, falling for that climate change stuff, at least from what he says. It's interesting, though. Um, there is, uh, definitely a fear for, like, the scarcity of oil and stuff. And that can be a big factor, especially if we're, like, looking at economic collapse. Mm-hmm. I think that will be a, a major key to, to like, the way our kind of government would operate in, in uh, that uh, time frame.
1: I, I've been, uh, like, you know, with all these, like, uh, stories that have been piling up this whole year, it just keeps bringing me back to, like, not saying, like, necessarily the whole population control, but it does make a lot of sense to me. It just seems like they are trying to usher us into this new technocratic you know what i mean society where we're gonna be watched 24 7 but they're trying to ease us into it you know what i mean and they're trying to yeah. justify it and this is why it's good this is the benefits this is and and it's like every story wh- whether it's a covid story whether it's a, a story of like we were talking the other weeks you know about kids having nerf guns or or, or bb guns um, it's any challenge to authority that i think the whole point of 2030 is to eliminate the challenge to authority and if there will be people that are against it and they do know that that's why in that uh one article with the world economic forum they talk about people being in sewers and living in like you know off the out of the like you know whatever they call their zone and because they know that there will be people that will lose because they will let them because they're like well we don't have to you know because AI is going to be a big thing. Like, I've watched a lot of stuff about, you know, the new AI. Uh, there's a couple of trucking companies that are fully AI. And oh boy. That's going to be a huge hit, man. And that's why, like, at first, like, Yang resonated with me at first because he was the only one talking about that. He was talking about, like, hey, AI is going to, you know, trucking is one of the biggest, it's the backbone of America. Like, people don't realize that that's, like, one of the most common jobs for people, AI. I just got out of jail, like whatever you have, like I didn't go to high school, whatever it is, you can still make forty to to $100,000 depending on your hustle and depending on, you know, the luck of what you get into and get involved with. But yeah, and I, th- I think
2: that's where automation, like you're saying, the AI and stuff that's coming in, it's going to go after trucking very first and foremost, and then a lot of other blue collar jobs. But, you know, it, I guess that would tie into like the whole population control part of things. Where they don't think they're going to need as many people to manage an economy and a workforce, but um, I don't know. I think it's kind of like I don't see how they're going to be able to pull it off quickly. It's got to be a long-term plan, very long-term and kind of slowly drawn out. But it's it's been in the works for a while. Yeah, for sure, but but they've like already kind of established a
1: lot of it. I think like and yeah, I th- and I think they. Like, we're already at each other's throats. Like, I see people all the time. Like, even me sometimes. Like, someone comments something, and I'm like, oh, they were like, dude, I was just joking. I'm like, oh, my bad. Like, sorry, I was just, I was ready to just gun off some, I like talking shit anyway, so. (laughs) But, like, we're already, like, at people's throats. Like, even me, like, sometimes, like, I go out, and I'm like, I don't know what these people are thinking, man. Like. I don't know if we're on sides, like, because people are drawing, you know, sides, and we haven't talked much about it. But like, there's that whole thing of the whole Proud Boys and Antifa, that whole psyop where they've been like chasing each other. There's been, Ant- you know, Proud Boys in D.C., you know, in Sacramento, in Portland, like, you know, they're going around saying "fuck Antifa." It shit kind of makes me laugh though. That's just kind of funny.
2: And then yeah, he- they were kind of uncontested for a while too. So it's, I guess it's, I don't know, it's. It's a, there's a lot going on there, I feel like. Um, maybe it's kind of a natural thing, too, because like I was saying, the uh, Antifa's kind of had an unrivaled presence on the streets for a long period of time. But the Proud Boys coming in now, the timing is, is like where tensions are very high, and it's just only going to get higher, I think, closer to January 6th, January 20th. Um, it's kind of a powder keg right now in this, this country yeah man, and it kind of kind plays of into in the
1: hand you know what i mean that's what i'm saying it pound it plays right into yeah. the hand of what the globalists want to do yeah well unfortunately brother man it's uh we got one uh, minute and 43 seconds <laughs> Oh
2: well, uh, you, these t- these hours always go by so quick yeah. like well, it's cause a fun conversation it's, uh, and it's good to kind of like break down the mockingbird media like the propaganda you know just yeah. for myself but, but everyone that's here we appreciate you being here and hope to see you next week
1: yeah and remember it's every sunday at eight o'clock you know and i ate sharp all the time you know things happen we're regular people <laughs> but like yeah every sunday 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific uh kill the mockingbird truth to report me sean chris my homeboy sebastian farr aka c bass and like you said, we're here to break down the Mockingbird Media propaganda and kind of uh, see which way they're trying to lead us. With uh, Yeah, we, we, we need a, we'll probably try to touch more. Uh, maybe we'll see if we can do like a Wednesday episode. We'll uh, s- check our schedules. I know it's a, it's a holiday weekend, so we might be pretty good. And we, we'll mean, try no. to break down the Nashville because we need to uh, break it down a little there's bit a more. Lot, there's yeah.
2: a lot of info there. I've been kind of digging into it a bit, but it'll be interesting to go further into it, especially with everything else, too.
1: All right, thanks for everybody tuning in. All right, you know how we do it. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Donald loves Nazis. Donald loves Nazis. CNN say that he's KKK. And he shouts sig hail
3: with it. Wow. <gasps>